This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. While the pandemic lockdowns limited access to physical gambling venues, the impact of lockdown hasn't shrunk the actual offering of gambling products in Australia. Increases in online gambling and wagering app downloads reflect a shift in behaviour, with a worrying spike in gambling issues among younger Australians. When the NRL and AFL rebooted its 2020 competitions, the Australian Gambling Research Centre, the AGRC, surveyed more than 2,000 people who gambled from across Australia in June and July. Lead researcher on the study, Dr Rebecca Jenkinson, says that one in three participants signed up for new betting accounts and the number who gambled more than four times a week increased from 23 to 32%. Overall, participants gambled more often during COVID. And this was despite venues, so pokies venues and casinos being temporarily closed. So what we found was that online gambling increased mostly among young men. So young men who are aged 18 to 34, who really increased both their frequency and spending on gambling during COVID. Jenkinson says there are several key reasons young men reported when explaining motivations behind their increased gambling activities. So the ease of access. You know, they said, it's at, it's at my fingertips. I can just press the app at any time, any time of the day, 24 hours a day. Also, uh, the young men reported to us that they saw a lot of ads and promotions and that um, sometimes motivated them to gamble a bit more online. But another key reason was really around, um, young, for young men, they saw it as a means to socially connect with their peers and their friends as well. So uh, people feeling socially isolated. Boredom came through as a, as a key reason that they increased their online gambling. Senior lecturer in psychology at Victoria University and the founding editor-in-chief of the Asian Journal of Gambling Issues and Public Health, Dr. Kis Otsuka, says online gambling is an activity enjoyed by a range of culturally and linguistically diverse young adults. Uh, just as mainstream Australians are quite advanced in terms of um, use of technologies, I think the young people in colder communities are very proficient user of uh, smart technology. With it uh, comes an opportunity and a temptation to uh, try um, gambling. The few studies that have attempted to measure gambling participation in called communities have generally found that migrants face additional risk factors of developing gambling problems due to settlement experiences and lack of culturally appropriate and accessible alternative activities. Dr Joyce Jung, Health Promotion Manager at Multicultural Centre for Women's Health, says their Gambling Awareness Project offers in-language support services to prevent and reduce gambling-related harm in community. People from migrant and refugee background tend to gamble less than compared to the overall population. But the right for gambling for some migrant communities, such as um, Vietnamese, Chinese, Greek and Arabic speaking population, is said to be around five times greater than the white community. Dr. K. Sotsuka thinks called communities may have some predisposition to develop unrealistic expectations about the outcomes of gambling activities because of a combination of beliefs about luck and chance people entertain in their respective culture. In non-Western culture, sometimes they rely on some external source. For instance, you believe that um, um, good deeds 
carried out to others will be eventually rewarded by a good gambling outcome. So the notion of the karma is now reason and the rationale that you may have a better chance in winning. In Australia, gambling is a prolific activity. The latest statistics published in the 35th edition of Australian Gambling Statistics show that Australia is by far the gambling capital of the world, losing more than $24 billion a year. One of the world's most popular online gaming entertainment and solution providers, Triple Eight Holding, reported an 18% increase in average daily revenue between January and March 2020, compared with the same period last year. Bilingual clinical consultant at Multicultural Problem Gambling Service for New South Wales, Nipunika Gunawardena, says some migrants use gambling not only as an escape mechanism, but also as an effort to fit into Australian society. So for some people, even though they might feel language barriers, gambling is something they can take part in, irrespective of their cultural background, irrespective of their language barriers. So yes, uh, um, it's a form of uh, connecting with the mainstream community. Ray is not his real name and his voice is altered, migrated from South India 20 years ago. Unknown to his family, he has been gambling ever since. In my first five to ten years in this country, I learned about AFL, I learned about NRL, I learned about all these teams, I learned what these teams mean to different suburbs and all that stuff. Because I'm trying, I'm trying to fit in, and I did feel like, oh, it's okay to gamble, it's okay, this is part of um, uh, having fun. Nipunika Gunawardena says every time somebody gets addicted, they are very likely to engage in risky behaviour so that they could increase their level of satisfaction. Gambling is a silent addiction, so it's, uh, it's difficult to identify. And the other thing is gambling is associated with uh, excessive consumption of alcohol. And that causes more problems for a person because there are, the person is addicted to two two factors or two things and to get treatment, it becomes difficult. For Ray, gambling and drinking go hand in hand. The more I drink, the less I think about the consequence. So you keep going and you you just clean up whatever's left in your um, bank account. You're thinking only for that night. You're thinking only for that day. If there was no job, probably I would say that would have led me to some level of um, homelessness. In gambling, problematic behaviour occurs when people chase losses and when gambling is more about winning rather than entertainment. However, the time factor is also crucial, according to a leader in gambling psychology research at the University of Sydney, Dr Sally Gainsbury. And time not only gambling, but also time thinking about gambling, which is interfering with your ability to enjoy other activities and to be really engaged with relationships, social work. When you're, you know, physically present somewhere else, but thinking about your gambling, that has a huge impact. And one of the most common impacts of gambling is actually stress. So both the time and the money certainly are cyclical and build on each other in terms of experiencing distress. Researchers into gambling cognition agree that there are links between gambling-related problems and experiencing anxiety and depression. Dr. Case Otsuka says gambling addiction, as well as mental health issues, are generally not very well understood in called communities, and people may regard them as a genetic factor or some fixed personality trait. 
in cultural communities in general, um, mental health issues and uh, gambling-related problems are considered uh, very negatively. And the problem gamblers may not know who to approach. It is very dangerous for them to acknowledge the existence of problem. In Australia, mental health services are available in languages other than English. Nipunika Gunawardena has identified stigma and shame as major barriers to help-seeking for problem gambling among migrant and refugee communities. One of the things we say is with gambling is for every one person, for every person who gambles, about 10 people are being affected because of gambling. With limited opportunities for land-based gambling during COVID-19, Rebecca Jenkinson says the AGRC's research showed the median amount gambled dropped for men and women older than 34, from 23% to 8%. Among all participants, females who spent their money mainly on lotto and lottery products were less at risk of gambling-related problems than males, 67% compared to 84%. However, for Jenkinson, the biggest concern is the group of young men who have increased their median monthly gambling expenditure from $687 to $1,075, according to her study. A significant proportion of the young men in this sample, so it was in fact 9 out of 10 of the young men, would be classified as being at risk of or already experiencing some gambling-related harm. A lot of these young men did sign up for new online accounts during COVID, so they have more accounts now. We found that around 20% of people reported first gambling when they were under 18. One of the things that we really want to do is delay uptake or initiation of gambling, um, certainly until, until young people are at least 18 years old. Computer gaming is one of the favourite social pastimes for many Australian adolescents. Dr Joyce Jang warns about the convergence between gaming and online gambling as both share similar structural and aesthetic features. In Australia, actually, uh, adolescents or kids play anywhere between 2 to 18 hours per week and often longer over the weekend. However, um, when we talk about the convergence between you know online gaming and online gambling we, we pretty much refer to the excessive use of digital games um, which can lead to gambling and addiction nipunika gunawardena says some online gambling websites advertise their products via computer games and offer free play demo versions of gambling products to engage with the younger audience Moreover, digital games often contain gambling elements which may encourage migration from gaming to gambling. For example, some games characters can visit casinos and buy so-called loot boxes for real-world money, which provides players with random rewards. Most of these online gambling websites are are not uh, regulated by the Australian um, authorities. Uh, because these websites are operating in somewhere else, people are more likely to or be subject to unauthorized um, transactions. Uh, so there will be more criminal activities associated with these offshore links. Um, there is no proof of identity. So even younger, younger teenagers or young adults, or you know, they can easily access this website. For in-language fact sheets and brochures on a range of different topics around problem gambling, including how to talk to your teens about digital gaming, visit the Gambling Awareness Project website.
the multicultural problem gambling service for New South Wales offers confidential, free telephone or face-to-face counselling in a preferred language on 1800 856 800. In Victoria, Gambler's Help provides free and confidential support in Arabic, Cantonese, Mandarin and Vietnamese. An interpreter can be arranged for other languages on request. Visit gamblershelp.com.au for more information or call 1-800-858-858. If you are deaf or have a hearing or speech impairment, contact Gambler's Help through the National Relay Service. For more information, visit relayservice.gov.au. Chat counselling, email support and self-help services are free, confidential and available 24-7 at Gambling Help Online across Australia. The feature on the impact of COVID-19 on gambling behaviour was prepared by Josipa Kosanovic. And for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio. 